Shalom to all. Today's daf is Tainus Daf Chav Gimel. We are starting twelve lines from the top at the two dots. And today's daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, Herna Shama should have an aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rivka, Basar, Meir, Zev, Herna Shama should have an aliyah. And the Mishnah said Maisa Shalchu Chayni Hamagal. And there was this whole story how Chayni Hamagal brought rain down when there was no rain. And now we have an elaboration on this story. Tana Rabban and the Brizer says Pam Achas Yatzer Rav Adar. One time the majority of Adar had already passed the lawyer of Gushamim and rain didn't fall yet. Shalchu Chayni Hamagal. They sent the following message to Chayni Hamagal. His pal of the yard of Gushamim Davin so that rain should fall. His pal he davened loyar de gushamim, but rain didn't fall. So Aga Uga he drew a circle in the ground. Va'amid b'seich and he stood inside of it. Kedar shasa chavak ganavi, just like chavak ganavi did. Shneimer says the pasuk al mishmarti amayda. I shall stand at my post. This yatzva al matar and I shall set myself for a siege. Armel lefanav he said to him, Rebanish loylam Hashem, abon nechal samu panim elai. Your children they turn their face to me. Shani keben bais lefanecha. I'm like a ben bais by you. Nishbani b'shem chagadol. I swear in your great name. Sheini zaz mikan. I'm not leaving from here. Achit rachim abonecha until you have mercy on your children. His chil gusham minatven. Rain started falling very lightly. Amalei Talmidavis, Talmidim told him, Rebbe, we want to see you and not die. We need to have more rain than this. It seems to be that Hashem caused it to rain just so that he could patter you from your shvua so you can leave the circle, but this is not enough rain. Amar, so he said to Hashem, this is not what I asked for. I really need rain that can fill all the pits, cisterns, and caves so it could be enough rain water for drinking. Yardu Bazaf, so it started falling very violently. Until every drop was the size of a barrel. And the Chum estimated that each drop wasn't less than a leg. Amrulai Talmidim, his Talmidim told him, Rebbe, renew Chavlai Namas. We want to see you and not die. We don't want to drown. It seems to be that rain is only falling and it's going to destroy the world. Amrulai so he said to Hashem, It's not what I asked from you. We need rain of goodwill, bracha, and benevolence. So after this, Yardu Ketekna, and they fell like normal. Until everyone actually had to go on to Harabayas because of all the rain. There was too much rain. Amrulai, they told him, Rebbe, just like you dive they should descend. You should also dive that now the rain should stop because we have too much rain. Amalehem, he told him, I have this tradition from my teachers. We don't dive in when we have too much good. We don't dive in for it to stop. He said to them, Bring me a par so that I could bring a carbon. They brought him a par. He leaned his two hands on Eva. And he said to Hashem, Your nation Israel that you took out of Mitzrayim. It's not good for them to have too much good or too much punishment. They're not able to stand that anger. You give them too much good. They're not able to handle too much good. The will before you. This rain should stop. And there should be a little bit of respite in the world. Immediately, the wind blew. And the clouds scattered. And the sun shone forth. And the people went out to the fields. And they brought back mushrooms and truffles that grew from the moisture of the rain. And they knew that this was good rain. sent a message to If you weren't I would be geyser on you a nido and excommunication a ban because you shouldn't be asking of Shem like this that you say no that's not what I asked for that's not what I asked for and also if the years were like the years of Elio that the keys of rain they were in the hands of Elio wouldn't it turn out the Shem Shemayim would be Meschal it would be a desecration of Hashem's name because of you he was just trying to tell him that your shvu was improper firstly this is not the way to speak to Hashem and second if Elio Navi lived at this time then your shvuas would be contradictory he swore that rain shouldn't fall except by his word and you swore that rain should fall so really the way you spoke wasn't proper what can I do to you misbehave in front of Hashem and he does for you what you want just like a son who misbehaves in front of his father and does for him what he wants he tells him bring me to wash in warm water but rinse me in cold water give me nuts and almonds and peaches and pomegranates and he gives it to him and upon you the Pasuk says 
says, Your father and mother should rejoice, and she who bore you shall be glad. What's the people Lishkas Agazu's meaning Sanhedrin? What message do they send to Chayni Amagal? It says in the Pasuk, And you shall decree something and it will be fulfilled for you, and light will shine on your ways. So how do we understand this Pasuk? You made Xero down here, and Hashem, he's Makayim, that which you said up there. What does that mean? We have a dar, a generation which is very dark. You've given it light with all of your tefillahs, meaning it was very dark, there was no rain, and now you've brought a light, you've brought a rain with your tefillah. And the Pasuk continues, if they have fallen low, and you have said, they shall be uplifted. A generation which was very low, they didn't have any rain, you have lifted them up with your tefillah. The Pasuk continues, and one whose eyes are downcast, he will save. What do we learn from here? A generation that was laid low because of its sins, you've saved with your tefillah. And the Pasuk continues, he will save who was not innocent. What does that mean? A generation which was not innocent, you've saved them with your tefillah. And the Pasuk continues, and he will be saved because of the purity of your palms. You've saved them to clear handiwork of your hands. All the days of that tzaddik, he was bothered by this Pasuk. When Hashem returns the captivity of Tzion, we were like dreamers. And this referring to Gaul's Bavil, which was 70 years, and it's like the whole Gaul's Bavil was a dream. Amar Chayim Magal said, Is it possible that a person dreams a dream, he sleeps for 70 years, and dreams is one long dream? How is it possible that the Gaul is like a dream of 70 years? Yomichad, one day, he was going along the way, he saw a person, he was planting a carob tree. Amar he asked him, Hi, this tree, how long does it take to bear fruit? Amar the person told him, it could take 70 years to bear fruit. Amar he asked him, are you certain that you're going to live for 70 years? Why are you wasting your time planting a tree that you're not going to benefit from? Amr the person told him, Hi, Gavr, this man, referring to himself, he found a world filled with carob trees. Just like my father's planted carob trees, I'm going to plant for my children. So right after this, Yosef, sat down, he was eating bread, he became very tired, Nim, he fell asleep, an outcropping of rock grew around him, and it covered him from people's eyes, and he slept for 70 years, and they weren't able to find him because he was being hidden by this rock. Kikam, when he got up after 70 years, he saw that very person to come a lock at Minayu, that he was picking some of this carob. Amrullah, he asked him, Atu Shatalta, are you the one that planted this tree? Amrullah says, No, Barbara, no, I'm his grandson. Amrullah says, Shmamina, I see that I've slept for 70 years. He saw that his own donkey had given birth to generations of children. He went to his house. Amrullah, he asked him, is the son of Chani Amagal alive? Amrle, they said, no, Bere Lesa, his son is not alive. Barbere Issa, his grandson is alive. Amrle, said, I'm Chani Amagal, I'm Chani Amagal. Lahim knew they didn't believe him. Azal Be'a Medjish, she went to the base Medjish. Shem Inhul Rabbanan, the Ka'amri, he heard the Rabbanan of the base Medjish were saying, Nehir and Shmaitzen, our teachings are so clear, Kibishne Chani Amagal, like in the years of Chani Amagal, Tichihava Ayel Be'a Medjash, because when he used to go to the base Medjish, call Koshi the Havahul Rabbanan, any question the Rabbanan had, Havam Farklehu, he was able to answer it. So his teachings were very clear, and they were saying, our teachings are like Chani Amagal's teachings. Amrli told them, Ananihu, I'm he, I am Chani Amagal. Lahim knew, they didn't believe him. And they didn't accord him the proper honor that's really befitting Chani Amagal. Chalaj Daite, he became very distressed. He davened for Rachmim, he davened for mercy from Hashem, and he died. He realized he doesn't have a mission in the world, so therefore he died. And Amarava, Hainu Damrienshi, that's what people say. Either companionship and friendship, or Misusa, death. A person needs to be accorded the proper amount of honor befitting him, and if not that, it's better to have death. And he was the grandson of Chani Amagal. And when the world needed rain, 
would send a message to him and he would daven for mercy and rain would come. Zimnachad one time the world needed rain. sent a pair of rabbis to daven for rain. so that rain should come. they got his house. they didn't find him. they went out to the field. they saw that he was hoeing the ground. And he didn't turn his face to them, meaning he didn't greet them with a very warm, nice shalom aleichem. He kind of just nodded to them. Befanya, in the evening, when he finished his work, he had him make a tzivi. He gathered some wood. He put the wood and his hoe on one shoulder, and his cloak on the other shoulder. Along the whole way, he didn't wear his shoes. When they got to water, he put his shoes on. When he got the thorns, thistles, and brambles, so he lifted up his garment so his garment shouldn't get torn and his legs got scratched instead. When he got to the town, his wife came out to greet him. She was all adorned. She was looking very beautiful. When he got to his house, his wife first went in. Then he went in. Then he invited the Rabbanon inside. He sat down to eat bread. He didn't invite the rabbis to eat with him. He started dividing up bread and giving it to his children. To the older one, he gave one piece. To the younger one, he gave two pieces. He told his wife quietly in private, I know that the rabbis are coming to ask that we should daven for rain. Let's go up to the roof and let's daven. After the Baruch Hu, perhaps Hashem is going to listen to us. And rain is going to come. And we're not going to take credit for ourselves. It's better to keep it quiet. So they went up to the roof. He stood in one corner of the roof. She stood in the other corner. Rain clouds started coming from the corner that his wife was standing in first. When he got back downstairs, he told them, Why did you come? They said, The rabbi sent us to you so you could daven for rain. He told them, Blessed is Hashem that you actually didn't need because see, it started raining and I didn't have to daven. He told them, We know that it started raining because of you. Please answer for us these things that are bothering us. We want to learn from you. You're a great man. And there's a number of things that you did that we need to have answers for. My time at Kevina Lamar Shlomo, why is it when we said Shamalechem to you out in the field? You didn't greet us very kindly or cordially. He told him, I was hired by the day of Amina and I said, I'm not going to interrupt my work. I'm being paid by the day and I can't spend time talking to you. So, my time why is it that you put your wood on one shoulder and your cloak on the other shoulder? Wouldn't it have been better to put the wood on the cloak so your shoulder doesn't get hurt? He told him, I actually borrowed that cloak. I borrowed it for this and not for that. I'm not allowed to use it to put the wood on because the wood might ruin it and snag it. They asked him, My time why is it the whole way you didn't wear shoes? But when you got to water, you put on your shoes. Amalui told him, I could see where I'm going the whole way, so I don't have to wear shoes. He was very poor and he didn't want to wear his shoes out. But I can't see what's going on in the water. There might be snakes, something in there, so therefore I have to put on my shoes. They continued asking, My time, why is the one you got to these thorns and thistles that you picked up your garment? Amalui told him, This one grows a replacement. This doesn't grow a replacement. My legs, even if they get scratched, so then they're going to heal. But if my rope gets torn, it's not going to heal by itself. They continued asking him, My time came out to Marla Masa, Nafka the Bitsu, Demarki Makashta. Why is it when you got to the city, your wife came out to greet you all adorned? Armelui told him, Kide Shaloi Atin Enami Ishacharis. That's what I shouldn't look at a different woman. I should be attracted only to my wife. They continued asking him, My time, Ayla Hiberesha, Vahadra Ayla Mara Basra, Vahadra Ilina Nanon. Why is it your wife went in the house first and then you went in and only then you invited us inside? Armelui told him, Mishum Dolibit Kisuli. That's because you weren't checked out to me. I didn't know if you were good, upstanding individuals, so I couldn't have gone in first and left her outside with you. That's improper. They continued asking him, Why is it when you ate bread? Why didn't you say, Come eat bread with me? So he answered, 
Shirefta. That's because I didn't have enough food. But I mean, I said, I don't want them to give me credit for nothing. I'm going to invite you to eat with me. You're going to decline because you see there's not enough food. But then you're going to say, oh, he was so nice. He invited us to eat. I didn't have food to offer you, so I didn't invite you to eat. They continued asking, my time Why is it you gave your older child one piece of bread and your younger child two pieces of bread? Armalui said, hi, the older one, Kayabesa, he's inside the house all day so he could eat during the day. But the younger one, he's in shul, he's learning with his teacher, and he comes home very hungry so he gets more bread. And the final question they asked him is, Why is it the cloud started coming from that corner, that your wife was standing in, from your clouds, meaning her clouds started coming before your clouds? He answered me, That's because she's usually in the house, and she's able to give bread to poor people, and therefore their benefit is much more immediate. I just give poor people money, it's not immediate, they then have to take that money and go to the store. Inami, alternatively, there was a bunch of ruffians living in our neighborhood. I davened they should die. And she davened they should do tshuva. And they did tshuva. So she has much more schusim than I do. And now a story about another one of the grandchildren of Chani Amagal. Which means the concealed one, the hidden one. He was the son of the daughter of Chani Amagal. When they needed rain, they would send the children of the cheder to him. And they would hold on to the bottom of his garment and say to him, Abba, Abba, Father, Father, Havlon Mitra, give us rain. He would say in front of Hashem, Do it for these. They don't know the difference between a father that gives rain and a father that doesn't give rain. I'm a father that can't give rain, so you're the father that could give rain, so give us some rain. Now, why was he called Khan Hanechba? That's He was so modest, even in the Beis Akise, he would conceal himself, he would hide himself, and so therefore he was called Khan What's the difference between the Takifim of Eretz Yisrael and the Chasidim of Bavel? Takifi means the aloof ones. The holy Yidin of Eretz Yisrael were very modest and kept their good deeds very private. And to some, they seemed Takif aloof. The holy Yidin of Bavel were more public about their good deeds. So let's see the difference between them. Chasid Bavel, Rav Huna, Rav Chizdok, Yehav, Amal, when they needed rain, Amri, they said, Let's all gather together and let's all ask for mercy from Hashem. After the mercy of Baruch Hu, the Yaisi Mitra, perhaps Hashem is going to have mercy and he's going to send rain. Whereas Takif the Ardi Yisrael, Kigan Rabbi Yoyin Avud Rabbani, like Rabbi Yoyin, the father of Rabbani, Kihava Master Chamal Mitra, when they needed rain, Hava Ayla Beise, he would go into his house for Armelu, and he told him, Havuli Givalki, bring me my sack, Ve'ezel Ve'aisuli Bezuzi Bura, and I'm going to go out to the Shuk, I'm going to buy grain for Azuz. He was really about to go daven for rain, but he wanted to hide his actions even from his family members, and that's why he says, Give me my sack, and I'm going to go buy grain for Azuz, and that's a very expensive price. Kihava Nafek Lebra, when he went outside, Azul Vakai Beduchta Amikta, he went to go into a very deep place, Techsev, it says in the Pasuk, Mima Makim Hashem, I call out to you from the depths. So he went to go find something which is considered a deep place. And he was a very modest place, a very private place, so no one could see him. He covered himself with his sack, which is like sackcloth. He davened for mercy. And then the rain would come. When he come back into his house, so they would ask him, Did you bring some grain? He told them, I mean, I thought to myself, Since it started raining, now the world is relieved, and now grain is going to be cheaper, so I decided not to buy this expensive grain that was out in the shuk, out in the marketplace. And we see from here that he was very modest about his actions. Even his family members didn't know that he'd have in the rain. Now, once we have the story of Rabbi Yaina, the father of Reb Money, we're going to have another story. The people in the Nasi's house would bother him. They would pester him and harass him. He prostrated himself on his father's grave. He said, Abba, Abba, Father, Father, these are bothering me, they're harassing me. One day, the people in the Nasi's house that were bothering him, they were passing over his father's grave. Their horse's feet got stuck in place. Until they accepted upon themselves that they wouldn't harass him anymore. And 
Vesu, Rabbi Mani Havashrech Hamed Rabbi Yitzchak Ben Eliashev. Rabbi Mani, he used to hear Shir from Yitzchak Ben Eliashev. Amar Lehi told Yitzchak Ben Eliashev, Atiri Debe Chami Kamitzaruli, the wealthy people of my father in law's house, they're bothering me, they're harassing me. Amar, he said, Lianus, let them become poor. Vianu, and they became poor. But then Ramari came back, and Amar, he said to his Rebbe, Kadachuli, they're pressuring me that I should support them. Amar, so his Rebbe said, Liasus, let them become rich. Viyasu, and then they became rich. Another story, Rabbi Mari went to Rabbi Yitzchak Ben Eliashev. Amar, he told him, The people in my house are not really acceptable to me, meaning I don't find my wife very attractive. Amar, so Rabbi Yitzchak Ben Eliashev told him, Mashma, what's her name? He says, Chana, her name is Chana. Tisyafi Chana. So Rabbi Yitzchak Ben Eliashev said that Chana should become beautiful. Vinisyafes, and she actually became very beautiful. Amar, so then he came back and told him, Coming Gandra Alai, now she's overbearing, she's very haughty because of her newfound beauty. So Amar, told him, She should go back to her darkness, meaning she should go back to her plain look that she had before. And she went back to her original look. And one more story with Rabbi Yitzchak ben Eliashev. There are two Talmidim that learned from Yitzchak ben Eliashev. They asked him, Please daven for us that we should become very wise. He told him, I used to have this power that I could daven for whatever I wanted. However, now it's been taken away from me, so I'm not able to daven for you for that. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.